I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, the positive spiral of trust. Why companies with a culture of trust are getting out of the COVID-19 crisis faster. We're certainly in challenging times. Nobody has it easy. We all know executives and some industries that have massive challenges. The cruise industry is one of those industries. Who'd want to be an executive in the cruise industry right now? Not many of us. Some of the worst cases of COVID-19 transmission have been on cruise ships. The Diamond Princess, stuck in Japan, was an early and prominent story of the problems with corona and cruise ships. Worldwide, over 400 cruise ships are sitting empty, and industry experts think that it will be the middle of September at the earliest before cruises start again. It's difficult to escape this downward spiral of negativity and failure, but it can be done. This year, I've been with a cruise industry executive who's made the best of this potentially catastrophic situation. So what has this executive done differently? What is their secret for success? In a word, trust. And in particular, trust in three things. Trust in herself, trust in their employees, and trust in the company. And the results of this trust are just brilliant to see. Her cruise company has kept an amazing 80% of its 2020 European bookings by rolling them over into 2021. Yes, that still creates a cash flow challenge for this year, but I bet Carnival Cruises, Tui Cruises and the like would love to have only 20% of their customers asking for a refund this year. So to only have a 20% refund rate is just amazing. What we see is, is the trustful companies that are sprinting ahead out of COVID-19. And at the top of a trustful company or a trustful global business unit, you'll always find a top manager that inspires real trust. So let's take a step back here. When a crisis hits like COVID-19, what role does trust play and how can you use trust to get out of it fast? If you go to the start, you'll see that the first reactions you see in a major crisis tend to be negative, and there are four typical reactions. Impotence, that's the sense that the crisis is more powerful than you. Then there's resignation, the feeling that there's nothing you can do about it. The crisis is totally outside of your control. A third reaction is putting too much pressure onto yourself. And finally, there's the opposite, which is being overloaded. In other words, somebody putting too much pressure onto you. It's these reactions, impotence, resignation, under pressure, being overloaded, that can overwhelm and sink business units. What I advise managers to do is look for the early warning signs, because almost nobody comes into the office and says, hello, I'm feeling powerless today. Instead, you see it in their actions, in their everyday behaviours. So as a manager, you're looking for signs of too much shock, employees not caring about their work, anxiety, nervous, and unusually high prolonged levels of sadness or stress. And one of the clearest signs is actually inaction or not enough purposeful action. So a lot of busyness, in other words, people being busy, but not necessarily achieving anything that's purposeful. 
These are the early warning signs that your company could be getting into a negative destructive spiral. And global executives have an extra layer of complexity because they don't see local workers in other countries. So it's vital for global executives to keep lines of communication open with their local managers and trust their local managers to manage. When I explain all of this to global executives, at this point, they typically have the same question. And if you don't communicate with clarity, are you pushing the company into a destructive negative spiral? It's a strong possibility, yes. And what you do see when you fail to deal with the emotional reaction is a lot more negative behaviours. So people will start complaining more. They will start blaming others more because they're trying to push the stress away from you. Arrogance, particularly in decision-making, arrogance starts to take over, which is actually false confidence. People saying and reporting back to you that their business unit is fine, that their country is doing well, when clearly it isn't. Or we see aggressive, volatile actions, which is actually just a way of trying to hide the truth, hide reality. So if you put complaining, blaming, arrogance and aggression together on one hand, with, on the other hand, a low trust culture, you have the perfect mix for your own self-destruction. The good news is we can avoid all of this. There are a number of steps you can take to strengthen that positive spiral. And it's actually not that difficult to become like the cruise executive we mentioned at the start. The first step is that trust starts at the top. There's always a trustful executive at the top of a trustful company or global business unit. Secondly, it takes time to build trust. Trust comes through your everyday actions. Employees and managers need to see it in your actions, see it in your behaviours to believe it. You can't suddenly turn a low trust company into a high trust company. Then you need to have three focal points. The first is self-confidence. Self-confidence is not having the answers, but knowing that you will find the answers and you will be able to react to the situation. And that cruise executive I talked about is very self-confident. When you have self-confidence, you know who you are. And the advantage of being true to yourself is it's much easier to admit when you don't have the answer because you have the self-belief to find it. Connected to that is that trusting leaders will make much greater use of their personal network for feedback and advice, so they're very quick to find the answers. So self-confidence at the top is really important. This allows executives to get on to the second focal point, which is rich dialogues with their staff. And what you'll find is they don't have more dialogues than underperforming managers. It's the quality of the dialogue, not the quantity of dialogues that matter. Once you have the self-confidence and you're having these rich dialogues, the third focal point comes in, which is this ripple effect. It's like a wave that goes through the organisation. When the person at the top trusts, you'll find that the company has a culture of trust. So if you use trust, the chances of you being better prepared for the next waves of the COVID-19 crisis are two to three times higher because your people share information openly, they have honest interactions with customers, so that protects your sales and your customer satisfaction and retention, they test ideas and get feedback, there's more innovation, so you naturally move faster out of the crisis. In short, you get people collaborating better. And all of that comes from research at Wharton Business School in America.
The bottom line, trustful companies are not only surviving, they're thriving. They're fully alive and steaming ahead. The cruise executive I mentioned has already identified the warning signs and moved into a positive spiral. And that's absolutely the best way to position your company right now. I'm Stephen Hunt. Thank you for listening. Join me next time for more on how top global managers use confidence in the power of clarity to grow their business. Oh,